Good morning. It's November 13th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. The music you're listening to is The Rain by Maurizio Malagnini. Today's topic is Sufficient Grace. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about the thorn in my flesh, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 9, ESV. Our church has supported a mission seminary in India for more than 20 years. This school and the organization that runs it trains house church pastors for the surrounding area. In this particular Indian state, there are over 100 million people, but the Christian population may be counted in the thousands. Our leaders there, both men and women, work incredibly hard on barely above subsistence wages. The message of the gospel is frequently not well received in Hindu villages, who for thousands of years have worshipped a panoply of idols they think of as gods. Not to mention, these villages may be hundreds of miles from the city in which the organization is headquartered, and the village pastors use motorbikes or even bicycles to negotiate the, quote, roads, unquote, through the heat and insects, monsoon season or dry, covered in mud or caked with dust. As if that weren't enough, there is subtle, as well as not so subtle, persecution from the Hindu state. Yet every time a team of our church in Dallas visits, including the time that my wife and I visited several years ago, we found our partners there were filled with joy. They were literally exuding the peace and freedom that comes from giving their lives to Christ. While our partners in India live a life with no luxuries, still they are better off physically than the thousands who live in the slums of Mumbai. But yet again, when we visited the local pastors and the corrugated one to two room aluminum huts lining muddy alleyways there, which their congregants called home, we found not the despair we in the West might expect. Instead, we found the same joy and peace simply radiating from these people, even when on the brink of starvation, that we experienced with our own mission leaders. One of our leaders had a serious motorcycle accident several years ago. Doctors in India couldn't repair his leg so that it would ever bend again at the knee. No one has ever heard a complaint from this man, not even once. How are these things possible? How can people be content with their hardships and afflictions? Because the words in the passage above are more than just words for those who keep their eyes fixed on the cross. Remember, grace means unmerited favor. We are saved by grace through faith, Ephesians 2.8. Whatever the thorn in Paul's side, and most interpreters believe it was physical, Paul learned that Christ's grace was sufficient. In other words, God's glory is best displayed against the backdrop of human weakness. Since the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, Westminster Catechism, our continued faith, compassion, and love, shown toward others in the face of our own adversity and affliction, maximizes our ability to glorify God. There's nothing wrong with asking God to cure us of an affliction or rescue us from poverty or difficult circumstances, and in some instances, God may choose to do so. But often God will use the Holy Spirit within us simply to gracefully grant us contentment with our lot, and then we can continue to love God and love others as we are led by him. Note that even Philippians 4, 6, often quoted as a reference to support bringing anything to God in prayer, promises that the response will be the peace of God, which passes all understanding, not necessarily what we request. Paul learned to be content in all circumstances. That is the meaning of verse 411. 
that he, quote, can do all things through him who strengthens me, unquote. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Teach us what Paul learned, Lord. Teach us to be content in all circumstances, knowing that your love is unchanging and our hope of salvation is sure, no matter our trials in this life. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.